0: 36. Hi. Good morning, and welcome to today's edition of the Morning Reboot. Tuesday, January 7th. We're gonna hit a Would You Rather a little bit after six o'clock this morning. Some prizes after seven. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday because he won the other night. He seemed so gracious. Let's do. Um, our second round of Brad Pitt Trivia for some prizes after 7 o'clock. Also, my good friend, my Jewish sister, Robin, will be here. Robin's the mm. ED, executive director of our local chapter of NAMI. NAMI of uh, uh, Northwest Ohio. And we have a chili cook-off where Floyd will be celebrity judging. Ooh, um, that's That's a week... From Thursday. Uh, more details to come with that. We'd love to have you be a part of it and help me support um, our local NAMI. And Paddleful of Ladies is back for the first time. No, we did those last year. No, I think we did them last week. the Paddleful of Ladies with prizes a little bit after 8 o'clock. And our pop culture Jedi, our pop culture superhero, yeah. Jeffy McGee, will be here with us. Around 8.30 or so. To be a part of things today, 419 240 You can text the show anytime, 5.38. Good morning, it's Eric Chase and the one and only
1: Floyd. Hi. (laughs) My keys were in the way. I'm in a great mood today. I'm in a good mood. You
0: are not the hottest, but you're a lukewarm little mess over there. Oh, Oh, okay. I was like, I am
1: adorable. No, I'm in a good mood. Good. Good morning, everyone. Even though your date didn't pan out last night? Well, here's the thing. So, it wasn't a date. We'll call it a hangout session. There was like... It could have either went that way or not went You're that way. You're totally putting Eric rules on it. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Wait, new, let me new, explain. If new I, year, new me. If I could
0: real quick, because <laughs> I've pulled this nonsense before.
1: It, we'll get together, and if it doesn't work out, it's just a hangout. If it works out, it was a date. Yeah, but like, like you said, I sent you the text message... Plans changed, It was, and I texted him early enough in the day to be like, "Hey, we still on?" And he was like, "Oh, my day changed. It's all good." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "It's all good. I, I don't care. Pfft. Moving on." You. you know what I had? You know what I had yesterday? To to soothe my my. I think my New Year's resolution. I know I'm all over the place this morning. That's what happens Same. when I get sleep. I think my New Year's resolution is, and I posted this on my Facebook. <laughs> I need to stop giving out a lot of energy and not receiving like a percentage back like that's my thing like i'm i i'm conceited enough to say i give a lot of energy to help other people or like i am a champion for a lot of people but sometimes i don't get it back i don't expect it back but sometimes i sit at home and be like damn i exuded a lot of energy today and i did not get any energy back to refuel my soul
0: can i have an example
1: um No. Okay. <laughs> without then, without like oh, that's fine. without calling myself out <clears throat> about certain situations. Oh those are the, <laughs> I would love for you to share those. But
0: to but, to your point, like that's why I stay at home. Because when I go out, mm-hmm. I don't have a good time. And most people are an energy suck on me. <laughs> so while I can't lock myself in isolation I know what. what the, I know I'm gonna have a, a modicum of enjoyment, mm-hmm. as opposed to the rigmarole of going out, uh-huh. and socializing, meeting people who let me down, or wear
1: me out, or wear through my patience. So it's just like, yeah. See, and, and I'm like, and I like the opposite of you, but I get, I, I'm the opposite of you, but I do enjoy staying home. Like, if someone's kind of just like, hey, I don't feel like going out tonight, a piece of my mind is just like. Oh, but then the other half's like, yes, I get to stay home. A reason for me to stay home. But like, I just, I feel like I'm a champion for a lot of people. And this is just, it's not another relationships. but like other people, like I cheer other people on. Like I just put a lot of energy into other people. And then when I sit back at home, I'm like, whoo, I'm exhausted. What did I do today? Like nothing, like I have nothing to show for it. So I think last night, yesterday was one of the things. But you know who I had last night? My girlfriend, looking cute. I don't know what that is. That is Temerha. Okay, I love her. (laughs) Um,
0: Let me offer this suggestion if I could. She makes me
1: feel better about my life.
0: You did get something. You
1: helped others. Oh yeah, no, no, no. And I don't want to sound like I need all these praise. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I just mean at the end of the day, I sit at home and I'm just like, damn, I'm exhausted what did I do today? And it's not like a work exhausted or like I went to work out exhausted or like I did physical activity exhausted. It's just like, huh. It's like a more of a mental thing and I think for me it's just, I love giving out that energy. Like it's kind of like Ellen on a minor scale. Like I love when people say, they love listening to us. Yeah. Or like, you're so <clears throat> funny in your show. Or like, I, loved you. like I, I love that, but like it's just, I just give so much that at the end of the day I'm just like, Ooh, you got to save some energy for the rest of the day, Floyd. There's only 24 hours in a day. You can't get all your you cannot give all your energy in the first six hours.
0: One thing that's very difficult with this job, as opposed to many, even though there are people who do offer kind words,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, sometimes almost daily, we can come across that stuff, whether it be on social media and emails, mm-hmm. whatever. It's always nice, but this job is so different because of how we're judged with success, both through just meetings with people and and like ratings and other metrics it's different like when you're at sephora you know when it's a good day oh absolutely the register is is banging uh well not well
1: that too yeah yeah i would say that but like the best
0: example for me would be sports Mm -hmm. like if you played a good game you can look in the stat sheet and know. Yeah. It's very difficult for us to do this and it's one thing I had to yeah. I had to learn myself where we can have a great show but the only people that might recognize the only way that we can recognize that is if we can reflect back on it because it's not like right. you know all the ratings are going to fly up right. but it doesn't work like that. You don't that. get that. And it, yeah. And it's kind of hard to to think through cuz you're so used to as a as a child what we're taught in school
1: and at home is mm-hmm. you do a good job, you can see the results. This doesn't work like right, that. Right, and then and it goes back to that golden rule those like hard work pays off. It does pay off, but like we're our own worst critics here with that. Like I think that's – is that the kind of what you're saying with here? Like, no. At the end of the – no, 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 but like we don't have – yes, it is because like it, it's, we don't have – after every show, we don't have like the validation, but like we sit back and think of ourselves like, oh, we could have done this better. We could have that. That was really good. Like we're our own worst critics in that asset a- a- aspect of life.
0: In some ways, but it is different from doing something and seeing good or bad results mm. because we don't. Yeah. Um, I know one thing I'm a little, i actually a lot disappointed at myself for something that I'll take the brunt for that I missed that yesterday. logos behind you? Yes. Oh, Lord, Eric. My Black Friday scores. <laughs> My Matt, next. I want to 47, the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd, good morning. It's Q105. Uh, things later on in the show, panel full of ladies, a little bit after 8 o'clock, and our pop culture superhero without the cape. Not all heroes wear capes. Jeffy McGee will be with us in the 8 o'clock hour. You are likely not going to be here in uh, three hours from now for that. So please grab the podcast, and if you could. I know we're not the show that prays, like Denny's show, before they go on the air,
1: but... <laughs> then always, every time I walk past, I'm like, why are their head stuck? Oh, 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 my bad.
0: If you could have a positive thought about the computer gods today, mm-hmm. and maybe send some mental RAM the way of our computer, <laughs> like so that. it doesn't crash, and we can get you the full 90 minutes or more of the podcast. Um, yesterday, that didn't happen, and... Russ told me that I run too many programs at the same time and the computer can't handle it. I get it, like because I have Word open, I, yeah. have Wind, I have I have Chrome open, I have where we play.
1: It, there's a lot, so I get it. So
0: nice computer,
1: nice, nice computer.
0: Pet it, pet it. it.
1: Um, so I I want to cut you off for a second. To everyone who gave good vibes yesterday, my nephew's doing well. A lot of people were just like, Oh, prayers. I'm like he's not dying. He's I, just he just couldn't breathe last night. It was yesterday. It was That's a problem. <laughs> right. So he's doing fine. He's better home. He's on rest for two days. So he's home on video he's he's, he's on home- getting
0: video game uh medicine. Right. Um so yesterday when we were doing Golden Globe stuff, I I didn't watch it. I always reek stuff. Mm-hmm. I come in early. I watch the clips and best of their
1: YouTube channels are for. <laughs> yeah. And I
0: I was reading reviews of the show, who won, who lost, what could have been better, what could have been worse, blah 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 blah. And I in multiple places I read the final paragraph of Ricky Gervais um, of his monologue. Read the final paragraph of it. And we focused on. Is that why we didn't talk about it last night? Yesterday, I I didn't even know that it went this route. Oh, we, we, it did. We focused on the on the Judy Dench part. I know he took a really nasty crack at James Corden, mm-hmm. and then I read the end of this. Um, and I'm may I can I read it please? You can
1: read it, and I'll give you my go go. Just go go go.
0: Apple roared into the TV game with the morning show, superb drama about the importance of dignity and d- dignity and of dignity and doing the right thing. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. You say you're woke, but the companies you work for are unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? I did see that line. So if you do win an award tonight, don't use that as a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. Um, so if you win, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and blank you and blank off. And insert Tom Hanks' face.
1: That's where that came from.
0: So I have, I have two independent thoughts on this. One, I think it's important that people like Patricia Arquette and Michelle Williams uh, speak out on the things they do. But independent of that, he's a thousand percent correct. These people have nothing in common with us, <laughs> and I think it's very important <laughs> to remember that. While they they do have immense resources mm-hmm. that we could never tap into to afford themselves certain things that they have,
1: so I'm it, I'm not a Ricky Gervais fan, but like when he said that I did I did Tom Hanks face I, I along with him we were in unison, but then I thought I was like this is true if I literally walked past one of them, even even if I got a chance to get close to one of them, I would still believe still be two blocks away, you know what I mean like like. I think that's Michelle Williams, but, you know what I mean? So, like, I get it, but then another, did you see, here's closing remarks, Or I think that was it, or- or, Oh, uh, at the end. I'm going to paraphrase it. It was like, all right, this has been the Golden Globes. Go out, go party, do your drugs, go have a lot of- I did see that. And It was was bleeped, but I'm just assuming what he said, but I heard the, go out, have sex, do a lot of drugs, blah, 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 good night. But yeah, I was like-
0: It was mean and nasty,
1: but- He don't I, care. I, I think it is, especially
0: in, in the complicated mm. times we live in, multiple things can be true at once, and in this case, I, I think it is.
1: Is that his shtick, just to be like- Nasty? Dry and brutally honest? I don't know. Because I-, I only know him during- through the award show, so I'm I'm that ignorant person who's like I don't like Ricky Gervais, but I only know him based on hosting events. I'm just like, uh, not my well, kind of humor. I think he was uh, he's behind
0: the original office. office. I do know
1: that. I do know that. Yeah,
0: and you know I don't know comedians all that well. I don't know what his regular stick is, but I'm just, I apologize for missing that and focusing on other things because he's he's right, and and there is a lot of hypocrisy mm-hmm. um, in. In Hollywood, and I know. I remember the line about uh, don't, like don't fly your private jet to wherever. Yeah. So just just remember, and, and that's why I I've said it before, when you have a, a hero or someone you look up to, it's often good to to look up to people that that aren't necessarily real mm-hmm. because they can't let you
1: down. Right. And I was just going to say, I was watching my morning shows and they were doing like the recap and they had some red carpet reporter on and he was like, and one of the girls like, was anyone mad at the way Ricky Gervais was? And he's like, look, they're actors. They're not going to act mad on stage, but they may have made a call to their agent afterwards or like the next morning after the parties. He's like, but because he was like, the feel in the room was very like. Okay, but like no one was really like busting a gut laughing like when Tina Fair, Amy Poehler hosts, they kind of were just like uh Definitely was his last one. Yeah, He, he reiterated for sure. that last night. 553
0: with the morning reboot. You can text the show 419 240 1055. Welcome into the morning reboot today. 553. Is- 5.56, the morning reboot on Q105. A happy thing now, I have a suggestion for you. What
1: Okay. What's the last thing you watched? Like, do you, em- watch, you watch you?
2: you watch no, S- I-, I don't
1: watch that show. If you talk about it way too much on social media, I don't care for it. That's just how I feel. Like I, it could be like one of the greatest shows ever created. Like like it goes back to Bird Box, you, This Is Us. Like if you just like, oh, I'm in my fields. Oh. You're like six through Mandalorian, right? Yes, I can't. I want to try to save that last episode, but I did watch, and this was pretty intense. The last 15 minutes of 911 last night, just because I know I was, what that is. It's it's the Angela Bassett drama, cop drama. That was probably the last thing I watched. And then I was like, ah, I don't know what's going on and turned off the TV. They're
0: spinning it off, I think. It's getting a... He's getting a Rob Lowe one.
1: Yeah. Like Dallas or Texas or something that like that. That sounds right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I had mentioned yesterday, it caught my eye. I watched some of Dracula last night. It'll Do you be, like it? It'll be on the home screen of your Netflix, most likely. Um, I, so...
1: Because I will tell you how social media feels about it. It's but.
0: it's the same people who created the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock.
1: Okay. So
0: it was real British. That a ah, little bit isn't everything, but they <laughs> they make good stuff. Okay. Those guys did Doctor Who for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're gods. Mark Gaddis and I forget the other guy. They're like gods in, in, in England. They're like J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. So you hear the name and it's like, I'll give it a shot. And the episode, there's only three episodes, I think, but they're like 90 minutes long. And I'm about 75 minutes to the first one. I'll keep going. Okay. It's, it's, That's big for you. It's creepy. It's a little corny, but not so much where it makes me want to shut it off. And I, I, my, I realized how much I lack... In knowledge of Dracula, like my knowledge of Dracula is movies that I've never seen over the years and The Simpsons. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was say
1: I've never seen the Dracula movie either.
0: So now I kind of and I, I'm the Tom Cruise was that interview of the vampire.
1: Oh, that's not it. No, no, Rob Stoker's Dracula 2000 with vitamin C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only one I've seen. I don't know. if... <laughs> I have
0: a hard time reading old English. Like when I was given mm-hmm. Dickens books, I never did oh. well. But I kind of want to skim through the original and, like, what is the metaphor of Dracula? Like, what does he symbolize? I don't. I don't know. All I know that wounds suck your blood. Right. That's all yeah. Like that, that, <laughs> that's
1: all I know, and I'm not even sure that's even the line in a
0: movie. So it's it's interesting to me to see this because it's the deepest I've ever gone into But it's a decent show. But social was killing it.
1: Yeah, not a lot of people liked it. Like, people were just like, ah, oh, it's long and slow. It's drawn out and slow. I saw one, and then someone was just like, eh.
0: There's enough, to me, like, neat effects in it, like this guy's face falling mm-hmm. apart, to keep me past some of that stuff.
1: So via, I'm piecing together, and I could be totally wrong. It was, it aired on the BBC? And then I think it came so. to Netflix? Yeah, All right, okay. I, th-
0: I think that's what it was. Okay. Because um, that's what they did with, with Sherlock, a handful of years mm-hmm. ago. I do uh, remember it that. It was on there, and then we got it like a week later. Yeah. And I think there's the Bachelor came back last night
1: with Hannah and Peter. She won't go away. She's run, She's milking that cow. Because she already won Dancing with the Stars, so she shoved in her face for another year. The network loves her. They do. I mean, I guess, because I guess she's probably one of the most authentic bachelorettes, I yeah. guess. the best way to put it. Mm. I'm
0: sure she'll be hosting a show, a game show, or something <laughs> <soon> <laughs> She'll enough. be
1: something, yeah. She'll, she'll be doing, if not anything, hosting the holiday parades next year.
0: Uh, we have a panel full of ladies later on this morning. Tacos and trivia Tuesday after seven o'clock to win some prizes and help uh, Floyd and I support Nami around seven thirty this morning. Would you rather is next. Q one hundred five.
1: good
0: morning, it's the morning, reboot on Q105. Mm. Um, It's Eric and Floyd. We'll have friends from NAMI in with us later. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday in less than an hour. But now, the first edition of the year of Would You Rather.
1: That was my noise for you. Like that, we can work on the sound effects. All oh. right. <laughs> All right. Would you rather? Would you rather? There we go. Much better. There we go. <laughs> would you rather vacation in the mountains or the beach? This got brought up this weekend because I have a friends are planning an anniversary and they're arguing about where they want to go. The beach, without a second thought. Think of the beach. See, I think I would do the mountains because I feel like beaches are everywhere. Oh yeah, that's when mountains are. You know, there's a certain coast. Maybe I'm going about this the wrong way. See, I would choose mountains just because it's different. I like
0: the tropical weather. I and, and I don't I and I don't mean like the beach that's on Lake Erie. That's what I mean. Like beaches like, are everywhere. That's Aruba. What, Jamaica. Ooh, I would say mountains. All right, yeah. all right, that's cool. And you know what? You're right. Beaches cause the world is filled with like seventy five percent water. <laughs> yeah. So that means lots of land meeting
1: water, which people call beach. Um, This kind of piggybacks on what you said earlier, but I think I know what you're going to pick. Would you rather meet your favorite fictional character or favorite musician, if you have one? Don't have one. I know. Favorite
0: fictional character.
1: Picard. Oh, that would be great. Didn't you have, we talked about this before, you had the opportunity one time. Yeah, and I didn't didn't pay 60 bucks to do it. I was an idiot. I should have done it. Would you always, would you rather always know what time it is or always have exact change if paying with cash? Neither that's when I found online. I was like, all right, I'll just put that on there.
0: neither. like i I do always know what time it is, which is why you can never let me buy an Apple watch. <laughs> never. <laughs> my phone is always in my hand. And who
1: needs exact change? I don't know, but some people like the exact change. Like, I don't know if there's like a HIPAA violation with like customer service. This one woman she had like she spent like fifteen dollars and paid with a ten a hundred. I was like, ma'am, I don't know if I have that change. She's like, well, I think I have the change. And I go, okay. still didn't have the money. I was like, all right. Yeah. Maybe those, those situations like that. It, I had,
0: occasionally, I have money. And a couple of weeks ago, when I was paying for something at Monette's, I had forgotten my debit card. Mm-hmm. But I remember that I had a 20 in. Right. And the girl held it up to make sure it was real. It, I, it was like it was another I
1: time. I hate doing that in front of people. So now we have a, we have a marker. That's,
0: well, that too. <laughs>
1: I, but I do it to the side. I try to do because, like, I've been that person where, like, I give in like a twenty, and they're like, and they're like, it seems like this big drawn out thing, but they're just looking at the light. I'm like, it's not fake. Leave I, me alone. I like, didn't
0: even know there were there were still counterfeit twenties or anything. I don't even know what to do if I had one. Like, what would I get arrested? I think you have to call the police on me for yes. having it. I I think you've got to call somebody. so oh. they can trace where it came from. Oh,
1: see, that's that now that's frightening. All right, so this one i went through and if you know who you are i'm sorry would you rather sleepwalk every night or sleep talk every night
0: i believe i do sleep talk every night i keep doing that because you can get really hurt
1: sleepwalking so here's the thing sleep talking freaks me out but also sleepwalking also freaks me out i would just be like i don't know which one i would choose talk because you can't wake them up when they're sleepwalking right I don't know. But people can get really hurt. Like people do some wild things and it's a real disorder. Mm-mm, no ma'am. All right. Finally, we have this one. Would you rather forget how to speak or forget how to read? Forget how to speak. Forget how to speak. Although I, that we can never, I can no longer do this job, which a lot of people might be happy about. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I'm probably do the same thing. I like reading. I like exploring that imagination aspect. It'll be entertaining.
0: Butterfly in the sky. Yes, I can go twice as high. Uh, speaking of butterflies in the sky, the President will be here on Thursday. Details you need to know if you're looking to go downtown or avoid downtown next. <laughs> Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And, and yeah. Just the news you need with the
1: morning reboot with Eric Chase
0: on Q105. We're not gonna talk about it now, but it will segue us into the president visiting. Have you you followed some of the Iran stuff, right? A bit. Like things are tense and uh feelings are escalated. Yes. I keep coming across this one phrase, and I know it it's a it's a really, you know. Delicate situation that could cost a lot of lives.
1: Delicate.
0: I keep coming across the word Supreme Leader, and I'm like, we got Snoke in the last movie. (laughs) Oh my God. Who? Who's saying Supreme Leader? I've not seen it. I keep seeing Supreme Leader when they reference something about Iran or Iraq.
1: Oh, because that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say over there. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, (laughs)
0: Kylo Ren took him out. In right. the la- Sorry, spoiler. Right. Anyway, speaking of Supreme Leaders, um, Mike Pence will be joining the president on Thursday, which I find odd. I thought they're never supposed to be together. They're not. Um,. Local Democratic leaders uh, spoke out yesterday, and they hope he preaches unity. We're a welcoming community for immigrants. Our heritage is built on immigrants. Can you preach a message of more love and togetherness? From Lucas County Commissioner Pete Girkin from Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur, we want him to be a president of the freest nation on earth. Act like it and perform like it here. Uh, 13 asked chief crawl whether the recent incidents in iraq and iran have changed their security plans he said it's caused the department to tweak the plans but wouldn't go into details the city spokesperson says the city plans to spend about thirty thousand dollars in overtime costs for police during the event um and they were told the city has requested reimbursement for these costs from the previous campaign but have not recovered that money Gergen says the cost for the Huntington Center is about $50,000, and the Trump campaign had already put down 15000 in deposit. The rest is to come after the event. So,
1: I'm laughing because there is a list of places where this president has done rallies and events, and he is in debt to a many places. Like, he yeah. just put... Um, not necessarily him, I don't think, but like maybe his camp right. puts the deposit down. And they don't pay the rest, and they don't pay the rest, and it and it's up to the city to make that cost. And these rallies or these, yeah, they're rallies. I don't. Why he's still rallying when you are already the president? Whatever, but um, they're not cheap. They're really not. You yeah, know, we gotta staff it. Um, law enforcement, the venue, um. Protesting areas. um, You know what I mean? So it's, it all, we're going to end up paying for it, you guys. Just give you a heads up. Uh, It'll be
0: downtown at the Huntington Center. Uh, Doors are at, I'm sorry, the rally begins at seven, doors are at three o'clock, and lots of streets around the Huntington Center will be closed around 10 a.m. Thursday morning. Shot spotter. The police's new system, which pinpoints the location of gunfire, detected about 150 bullets fired from 22 locations across the city on New Year's Eve from about 11.59 till two minutes later, 12.01 on January 1. This kind of gunfire is illegal. It's imperative that citizens understand how dangerous this can be, according to a police spokesperson. What goes up must come down, and those bullets can come down on people, including kids who are out enjoying the holiday. No injuries were reported from those 149 bullets. but uh, nationally uh, two of those incidents occurred a little, hold on two reported deaths happened according to uh, the celebratory mm. gunfire so
1: I, we, don't do it don't. I said growing up my um, uncle who's now gone um, has passed he used they used to do that on the front porch and I never this was my first time seeing like a gun and I was just like it, it, as a kid I was just like I was, nothing that sparked my interest but it was a thing he would tell us to stay in the house and they were just pow, 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 pow. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I saw people
0: on New Year's Eve, uh, people who enjoy their gun, saying, can you not do this, please? It's uh, responsibility, but stupid people are going to do stupid things. Thankfully, yeah. nobody got hurt. Uh, the Walleye have an all-star. Um, Josh Kestner has been named to the ECHL all-star team. He's a second-year pro in his first season with the Walleye, leads Toledo in goals, scored with 17 and .38. He was selected to represent the Walleye at the All-Star Game 8 o'clock January 22nd in Wichita, Kansas. In 32 games, he's tallied 38 points, which is tied for fifth most in the league. He's had at least one point in 28 of 32 games this season. And another situation like the one at Coles in Holland saw or Springfield a couple of weeks ago happened at the Kroger parking lot in Perrysburg Sunday around noon police are looking for two suspects who tried to snatch the victim's purse the 47 year old woman said she was returning her cart to the carousel when a car suddenly pulled up Uh, a woman jumped out attacked her from behind and tried to snatch her purse she fought off the suspect but nobody came to help her Uh, she was able to get the license plate of the suv the suspects were in police say the vehicle was stolen from northwood and people and detectives are reviewing surveillance from kroger
1: i think that and i Actually, watching you know, on news and like they interviewed her. She went to Short Face. She was just on the a voice. But I've been in that Kroger. It's very busy. Shame on people for not helping her. I like I, I, I just don't get it. Like, there's nothing you, you could have just been like, hey, like just acknowledge that you see it or you know what I mean? Or you're in a pub. It's so bizarre to me that we have lost a common decency. Like, we've been, we've lost the decency to help someone in their time of need like this could have been totally a lot worse than what it really was no one helped her
0: i'll like i don't, I don't get it Uh it's noon on a sunday i'm guessing it was a packed parking lot as opposed to being an empty parking lot and it's so uh, it's called the bystander effect where everyone expects everyone else to do something and then no one winds up doing anything shame uh tonight it begins what? Jeopardy in Primetime. Oh, I saw that. The commercials are so epic. Yeah, we're, we're, Bethany and I talked about this on Friday. It's going to be so weird because the two game shows that we all know, here where we grew up and where I grew up too, um, what were they and what times were they stapled into? They were on CBS and at 7. Wheel Fortune and Jeopardy, 7 yeah. o'clock, and then 11 a.m., Price is Right. Yes. Yes. Jeopardy will be on in prime time tonight. It's going to be weird.
1: And on ABC. Like, yeah. It's going to be so
0: weird to see it on a whole different network. We'll get to that, who's competing, and more words from Alex Trebek before seven. Good morning. Welcome to the morning reboot on Q105. If you are new to the show, you're about an hour and a half late for uh, when we hop on the air. So please go back and get the podcast. Uh, You can text Eric to 419-240-1055 and get the link for today's show. It'll be up before uh, 10 o'clock today. No songs, no commercials and all content. Right there for you. I was talking to a friend, long-time listener to the show, mm. Tyler. Hello, uh, ty I needed his help with something because he goes around like area Walmarts and creates displays.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm looking for something at a Walmart, but I, I welcomed him back because he spent uh, New Year's in New York City. Next, Jealous. Next time we do, uh, we need blank in the area. I'm going to go for this. He found the place called the Tipsy Cup. I just forgot what the name was. The Tipsy Cup. Hold on. Tipsy Scoop. Wait, once more. Yeah, Tipsy Scoop. It's liquor-infused ice cream. I said, who is she and why don't I know her? Which I'm sure you could do if you wanted to at home, but Tipsy
1: Scoop. Tipsy Scoop. Load me up. How does that work, though? When the alcohol melted? You know what? We're not here to question. We're just here to consume. Load me up with all the lactate. All right. So
0: next time we do, uh, we want this in the area instead of Wawa or Raisin Cane's Mm. or Trader Joe's. Um, So we're going to get Jeopardy (laughs) in primetime tonight. Before we get to that, Alex Alex Trebek has a message of support for Congressman John Lewis as he, as they both fight pancreatic cancer. We're starting a new year, and let's see if we both can't complete the year as pancreatic cancer survivors. Trebek said when asked what he would tell Lewis, he noted they're the same age, 79. The Georgia Democrat and veteran civil rights leader announced his diagnosis of advanced cancer in late December. Uh, In his announcement, Lewis made clear that he has no plans to step aside and said, I have a fighting chance. All right. You know how I feel about the pancreatic cancer. I
1: know. I know. It's... It's scary, but like, I mean, they're facing it head on and they look very strong and I think I don't have that mentality. I think if someone was just like, Floyd, you have this, I'd be like, I'm going to lock myself in a room eating popcorn by myself. That's just how I would cope. At least John Lewis can't lose all his hair. Moving on. (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're right. You're
0: right. Okay, so Jeopardy's greatest of all time happens... Tonight, seven o'clock on your local ABC station, which is 13 ABC. Mm-hmm. We're, f- we're kind of familiar with James Holzhauer because he had that long winning streak back earlier this sh- last year. Yeah, we know Ken Jennings because he is now like on websites and big on Twitter and was a big winner in the mid 2000s. Who's the other one? I'm gonna get to that, Brad Rutter. Never mind. He is in the epic battle for Jeopardy's greatest of all time. He's the one person who's won more money on the show than both James and Ken. He's the man to beat if they're looking to nab the greatest title. He holds the record for the highest-earning American game show contestant of all time. He first appeared on Jeopardy in 2000 when he became a five-day champion, taking home $55,000. Um at the time that was still a prize contestants could win where he won a car he went on to win $100,000 in the 2001 tournament of champions and a million dollars in 2002 as the winner of the million dollar Masters tournament making him the highest overall Jeopardy Jeopardy money winner at the time hmm. and remember well, they it was during I think Ken Jennings' run he won like 70 some days in a row when Rudder was playing you could only play for five days but he kept moving on to these bigger tournaments mm-hmm. and winning all this
1: money Man, to have that brain capacity, to have all that knowledge, right? I, they're probably the three smartest people in my generation because I, like, sometimes I'll watch Jeopardy and like I get one question right and I'm like, yes, I'm a genius, and they're like, here's the Daily Double and I'm just like, bum bum, I don't. It's it's insane that like this knowledge. Like, a lot of it's useless though. But it is like do the. I, we should have asked our friend when from Toledo when he was here. Like, do you study to be on Jeopardy, or do you just—is it just you do? It, it comes to you naturally. Like, are you just naturally gifted to know everything?
0: You know what? I, I've no. I, I, as I've gotten older, I've gotten much better at it. But that's also because I will waste away what could be social interaction time (laughs) on wikipedia and i'm like hey i know that right the questions don't get easier and as you get older you're bound to gain i hope you're bound to gain more knowledge no and i somebody tell me i think to remain popular and relevant They've incorporated far more pop culture than strictly educational questions.
1: I will say that. I will say that. Jeopardy from when I was in high school is a lot. Jeopardy is a lot different than Jeopardy when I'm an adult. Like it was all academic. Like legit Jeopardy when I was in high school was like geography, history. Now it's like song lyrics, TV shows. I'm like, oh, I do know some of that stuff. But they still don't let it fool you. They still got their like geometry and geography and history questions and European. Questions? It, what if, is? I don't know, Alex. That's what I would say. If you were on Jeopardy, um, what type of
0: category do you think you'd be best at? Me? Yeah. Oh, definitely music or pop culture. Okay. Any specific? Like any d- digging deeper? Anything into that? I see. If we had to go a category,
1: because I know that's how they break it. I'd say like '70s funk, Motown. Not '90s R and B. Oh, I, th- that's a given. But I'm just saying to challenge myself. Probably that, or like maybe new wave '80s music.
0: I can hear Alex Trebek reading the categories and going, "Sweatin' to the '90s, '90s R&B," and Floyd goes, "I'll take the last one for I'll a I take the f-. last
1: one. What is Richard Simmons?
0: Um, let's see. Oh, Richard Simmons.
1: Where's um, he at? So, uh, we. do we find <laughs> him? No, he's still been missing since so like
0: '06. Quick story here. Uh, I this has me raising some eyebrows. Um, In fact, Christian Bale would be the last person I would ever guess who could be cast or would want to be cast in a Marvel movie. I read this. But he is apparently in talks to work with Chris Hemsworth... Uh, in Thor, Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi, who produced the last Thor movie, which was brilliant and mm-hmm. hysterical, he's in some of these movies. If you're familiar with that Nazi parody, which sounds weird oh, as- Peter uh, Jojo
1: Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit, I'll say Peter Rabbit. Taika
0: Waititi did that, and you, the, fir- the first episode of The Mandalorian, yes. The Droid. That's oh, Taika Waititi. Is it really? Very snarky, very sarcastic.
1: Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um,
0: a four-time Oscar nominee who won a Best Supporting Oscar for 2010's The Fighter. Uh, he's currently in Ford Versus Ferrari, and that movie will hit theaters November of 2021 when they announced this in the summertime. It seemed like so long ago. Now we're a year and a half away, but... I like to think that for many actors, getting the call from Marvel means you've you've truly made it. Um, but there are some people who would seem to be beyond that, and I would put yeah. Christian Bale in that category.
1: It's crazy because, like, in to like sum it up, like he's my nephew's Batman. Like, he, as with me, my Batman is Michael Keaton. You know, what I mean? it just keeps going, and like maybe it's no so one's crazy. Batman has Ben Affleck. Stop! Don't right, say right. It. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, it's going to be weird to see him in a different universe because, like, right. It's kind of like when Michael Keaton did all this other stuff. I didn't I didn't know Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice or, like, all these other pe- stuff. Like Mr. He, Mom. Yeah, he was my Batman, and, like, it's going to be different to see him in a role where he's not talking, like, where's Dent? You know what I mean? So we'll see. Uh, seven,
0: 7 o'clock, the morning reboot on Q105. Good.
1: What? That voice. Do it my again. My Batman voice. Do it again. Where's Dent? And then what he says, where's A little Dan? deeper, a little deeper. I can't do it now. <laughs> What's
0: the uh, line in the rain from the first one? I swear to God. Swear to me. (laughs) Yes, he's so angry. Uh, 7 o'clock with the morning reboot. Uh, For the podcast, text Eric to 419-240-1055. We would love if you would get subscribed to that. Uh, More big A-list actors to win with tacos and trivia Tuesday next. Q105 studio. Says Toledo like tacos, trivia, and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Oh tacos, Taco Tuesday on Q one hundred and five. The morning reboot. What do we have? We have Liz from Bone and Grain. Hi, Liz. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Are you uh, Are you gonna do tacos today on Tuesday? I haven't decided yet. Do you have a favorite place you like to go for tacos? Tequila. Tequila in mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I might have erred. Some of these questions might be too hard, but we'll try to help you out, okay? Okay. Here we go. How many times has Brad Pitt, and we're Brad Pitt themed today, my apologies. <clears throat> How many times has Brad Pitt been married? Once, twice, or thrice? Oh, um... Twice, Flo- Floyd. <coughs> I was gonna say twice. Okay, what mythological hero did Pitt play in two thousand four? Achilles,
1: Hercules, or Zeus? Achilles. Mm. What do you think, Floyd? That's from Helen. Tro- that's from Troy, isn't it? Maybe. I- I'm
0: with. I'm with Liz. Which zombie apocalypse feature was Brad Pitt in? World War Z, The Walking Dead, 28 Days Later. World War Z. Uh, does Brad Pitt have more Oscar wins or Golden Globes wins? Oh, that's not
3: a multiple choice. Oh, gosh. Uh, Golden
0: Globes. And lastly, maybe the most difficult question of all. How many kids does Brad Pitt have? Oh, have mercy. Three, six, or seven?
2: Oh, it's three biological. They adopted Angelina's other three. So six?
0: Without the help of a single lifeline, she won. Was she she right? Okay, um,
1: I got the last one wrong. I said seven.
0: You're a diehard Brad Pitt fan.
1: I am. Yay! How
0: did you... Like, we were talking about Jeopardy! earlier. Like, how did you know all this stuff? How did you come to collect all this useless Brad Pitt knowledge?
3: I have a brain that collects useless knowledge.
0: So, you're good to take out for trivia nights and whatnot? Of course. What topics do you excel in? Pop culture, lit, history, geography. Lit? Like, literature? Yeah. Like, what century? Um... 19th, 20th. Oh, she's worldly. You are, you are very, <laughs> you're very educated. What uh? Did you go to college? Yeah. Where'd you go? D G. What's your degree in?
1: Communication. Okay. Nice.
0: Good, Liz. Well done. Right. Happy, uh, happy Taco Tuesday, Liz. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Okay.
1: Very worldly. She was worldly. I kind of feel less of a human right now. Don't. Don't. We don't. all we all breathe the same air. Do, do, do. I know, unfortunately, some air is bad than others. Australia's on
0: fire. I know. I can't look at all the animals. It's so sad. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh 717 with the morning reboot on Q105. Floyd is celebrity judging this event next Thursday. What is it? We'd love for you to come. We'll get to it next. Don't, don't. I'll go. I'll go. 731. Good morning and welcome to the show. Um, We've got a guest before we get to introducing that good friend of mine. I will tell you that uh, if you did not already know, and I know that you often get recognized when you're at the mall, Mm -hmm. and we love hearing that you enjoy certain parts of the show or dislike, whatever it is, we love the feedback. But you are a celebrity, and that will never be truer than next Thursday night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you are in year two of celebrity judging the NAMI Chili Cookoff. It's, and with it. that, I will introduce my good friend, the executive <laughs> director of NAMI here in Toledo, Northwest Ohio, Robin Eisenberg. Hi.
3: Thanks for welcoming. What a warm welcome. Yay. NAMI Chili Thanks. Cookoff is next week. Yes, it is. Why are we doing this? We are kicking off the annual NAMI walk, which that doesn't happen until May, but every year we do some kind of rally or kickoff, and this year, this is going to be our second annual chili cook-off, and last year was hugely successful, if you remember.
0: It was a really good time. Glenwood Lutheran Church on Monroe from 5.30 to 7.30 next Thursday, right?
3: Correct. Yes. Yes. That's the 16th, January 16th. Correct.
0: Floyd will be one of the celebrity guest judges. Yes, Hopefully. Uh,
1: i got to check my schedule. You're fine. You well, we better check it now. I know.
0: You're, 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 you're in. Uh, <laughs> if not, I'll call off. <laughs> my friend, yes. my friend uh, Jay Skeba, who is a writer for The Blade. Yeah. Uh, Jay's going to be one of the judges. And I've long wanted... Well, um, Floyd knows that when uh, my friend Matt from Pizza Cat comes in, he's a big NAMI supporter. Um, so Matt will also, from down the street from you uh, on uh, Central, will also be one of the judges. Who do you, who That's some have? good
3: pizza. Yeah. I got to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, if I, I haven't had that in a while. I might have to stop there. If a
0: pizza guy can't do a chili cook off and judge it, then we're out of luck. Um, so we're doing this to, to just get people in the mood for the walk, which I believe is May 9th this year. It right? is.
3: Saturday, May 9th oh, okay. at UTMC again. Yeah. Uh,
0: for those that don't know or maybe hear NAMI, what the hell is it?
3: Well, it stands for the National <laughs> Alliance on Mental Illness. Yep. Basically, it's a an advocacy and support organization for people who are living with mental illness or who ha, um, have a loved one that's living with mental illness. And if you know anything about mental illness, and I think we all probably have experienced um, either it ourselves or we have mm. a family member or whatnot, it's a, it can be a very isolating thing to be experiencing. And so NAMI tries to make that journey a little bit easier by offering support groups and classes and um, navigation for the mental health system those kinds of things.
0: What's What are some of the classes like that can help people? And I know a lot of people have said to me or, or I've, I've heard the chatter. It helps uh, most people I've come in contact with the family members get so much out of it. The classes. Yeah,
3: absolutely all of our all of our classes are for family members so basically what those classes do is offer family members or anybody who's supporting a loved one with mental illness or even a friend with a mental illness um, it gives them some information about what mental illness is um, how the brain works a uh, little bit about medications how to communicate with people mm. who might be struggling um, and how to practice self-care because right. you really can't be a great support to um, a loved one if you can't take care if you're not taking yeah. care of yourself
1: And I think without those foundations, like, so, like, I went through something recently, but, like, I think without those foundations, I think someone who doesn't necessarily surface suffer from a mental illness they they get frustrated easily, like, very frustrated. Tell Robin what you went through. No. Can Can I tell her? No. Why not? I'll tell you off the air. (laughs) Okay, well,
3: Floyd doesn't have to share that, but um, he's absolutely spot on. You're absolutely spot on. Mm -hmm. And support is a really, really important piece of recovery. So um, for somebody who's got a diagnosis or who's suffering with something, if they don't have a support system in place, Mm -hmm. um, they're less likely to recover quickly. Yep. Like look at the homeless people, right? We have a lot of homeless folks who struggle from mental health or addiction issues, and they've burnt bridges and, and they don't have support systems they have in that, place you know. and it's really hard for them to pick themselves up and travel that road to recovery
0: and their mental health issue might be why they burn those bridges we all we true we out of instinct uh we often scoff and look down literally in many ways at homeless people when really these people we know the veteran situations i know we look at these people who are standing for money at all kinds of corners at airport and burn stuff like that but you don't know that some kind of mental illness might have caused them to spiral down and they did not have that support system. True. Like somebody just didn't go, you know what? I'm not going to be the executive director of NAMI anymore because I'm just going to stand out and ask for money. Something happened to put that person there. Exactly. That probably was some kind of distorted reality that they were living in, might have caused some kind of substance addiction, and then boom, you're asking for money. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: The other thing I'm going to throw in there is that um, there's a lot of talk in the mental health field about trauma. And a lot of times, traumatic experiences trigger or exacerbate mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And trauma can be, you know, most of us grow up thinking trauma is some horrible thing like a fire or, you know, a death or something like that, but trauma can be just you know life experience, mm-hmm. like um, living in poverty, not knowing where your next meal is going to come from, losing your job, losing a job. Yeah, for sure. Um. So so that that kind of can has the capacity to exacerbate mental health issues that might you know already be there or might you know be kind of waiting in... And wait there. Uh,
0: Robert Eisenberg, the executive director of NAMI here locally on Central. Uh, we got to find a better way to describe where it yeah, is.
3: Yeah, it's between, it's on Central between Douglas and Secor. It's in the old Sanger Library, so for those of you who are I Toledoans know. that <laughs> have lived that here is.
0: forever, um, that's a really easy landmark. <laughs> Next, to Dunkin' Donuts, LB's 419, and Food Town. Absolutely, there you mm-hmm. go. And Furniture Palace. and Yes, and you can come in anytime you like. Let's say I'm somebody who is a family member uh, experiencing something like what we've talked about. Just pop in, talk to Mary, and she can give you an idea of what's going on.
3: Yeah, one of the greatest things that I think we do is we help folks navigate the mental health system. It can be really, really overwhelming for someone who has a new diagnosis or if you're a family member that's supporting someone. And um, I think one of the greatest services we provide is to sit down, listen to folks' stories, and kind of help them prioritize um, where to go for help, where to go for um, support services, where to go for community services, um, because it can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. you could have a million things that you need to do, and you really don't know what you should do first or where to start. So yeah. we help my, with that.
0: Uh, my insurance just changed over, and you—I don't want to like—I don't want to go through the experience of like eh, that's not my insurance anymore, and that's a tiny little headache. To get what I need, there are people who deal with an avalanche of that nonsense just to get. Like there are people who are in dire situations that need that not to happen so they can get the help they need.
3: Well, think about it. If you're if you're struggling and you're not thinking clearly, um, it can be re- even more difficult to mm-hmm. figure these right kinds now. of things out. I mean, if you don't feel like getting off the couch because you're depressed and you're really having a bad day, how in the heck are you possibly going to figure out how to, you know, who to go to, where the therapist is, how to get there? Um, how to brush your teeth before you leave the <laughs> right. house.
0: Last thing uh, before we wrap up with Rob, Robin from uh, NAMI here. The Chili Cook-Off is next Thursday. Tell me about one thing we haven't touched on, Creative Expressions.
3: Oh, yeah. Creative Expressions is another program that NAMI offers. Um, those are art support workshops. And um, we offer those in the community and in some select um, spots. And basically what that is is it offers folks an opportunity, a non-threatening opportunity to get together maybe with a loved one or a friend, um, do some art. You don't have to be an artist. Mm-hmm. To to participate. Um, usually it's based on a theme. Uh, you usually walk away with some kind of support uh, tool. Um, it's a great way for folks to kind of express themselves um, without really having to have a conversation about mental health or mental illness. I think
0: Kristen, who is your unsung hero who leads that, has yes, she talked to, before I've seen her discuss how it helps kids open up because kids often can't put things into words, but they can draw the pictures. To lead somebody to get them some help.
3: Absolutely. It's hard to diagnose kids and it's hard for kids, um, you know, to get the proper treatment because you're right, they don't have the words mm-hmm. to explain what's going on and they don't have the coping skills because they're just too young. Um, so this is a great way for them to express themselves and maybe get some things out on paper or in some, in some creative way.
0: What's the uh, What's the website people can get to for us here locally?
3: www.namitoledo.org.
0: Nobody uses the W's anymore.
3: Okay. <laughs> but... Toledo dot org.
0: <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> it would never
3: be a morning if eric didn't needle me a little bit right at
0: least you didn't bring any gefilte filter fish the nastiest stuff ever made
1: what is that i don't
3: know what planet you were raised on but that's what that, what that is, is a jewish mainstay i don't know what why he doesn't like
1: pa- it is
0: it passover yeah well,
3: we eat it on other holidays too.
0: Passover be in spring around around April, it's like the the better. Passover better but... version of Easter. Oh. Um, maybe uh, we can have we can you can bring some in for Floyd and he can try chopped liver and all the other nonsense. It's delicious, Masa. Floyd. I
3: will happily do that for you. Chopped liver? No, it's like pate. It's a Jewish
0: pate. <laughs> no, it's, it's like the stuff that was in Jay Sean's throat last night. Oh, time. don't do okay, that to Eric. me. Nami chili cook off. We'd love to see you next Thursday night. 7.55, good morning, it's the morning reboot on Q105. If you are new to the show, welcome to it. Please get subscribed to the podcast. It's free. There's no music, no commercials during that, and a new episode is up each day. Text ERIC to 419 240 You can find some links on Facebook where I just put up a post on my page about you maybe having interest for volunteering for NAMI, and more specifically, the walk. What's the giggle for? Because
1: I like when you do your spiel. I'm like, I mock you. Yes, you I just do. realized that you can't see me. I started I, mouthing I, I, you. <laughs> I
0: Every time I say the phone number, I see out of the corner of my eye Floyd mouthing along.
1: But I only do that because I've come such. Remember when the first time, when the first few times you were on air, you're like, Floyd, what's our phone number? And I was like, oh. But now I know, like the back of my hand. It's been over a year.
0: Yes, I should been, know. Been it. a year. Um, let's see.
1: Why? Uh, why is Lizzo off Twitter? Um, she, I think she's she's taking a mental health break. We'll put it that way. I think when you put yourself out there as much as she does, a lot of stuff comes back at you that you don't. Think that was going to happen, so I think yep. more or less she's just taking a break because she's tired of people saying stuff. But it, it's tough, and I don't know about you, but if we didn't do this job,
0: I wouldn't be on it as much.
1: Yeah, and also get yeah, she's She Kima she has been in the game for a while, but like she's been thrusted into like this universe that like she probably wasn't ready for.
0: And the the bolder you are, as she mm-hmm. is, the worse people can be. Unfortunately. Oh, for sure,
1: yeah. So, and I I wish her luck. And it's much needed. I think she felt like she, I think, I'm going to paraphrase it, I did read somewhere she was like, I'm getting tired of hearing myself and seeing myself too, so I think it's a good thing. Yeah.
0: I wish her luck in trying to find the right balance between being able to share who she authentically is and Mm -hmm. the content she wants to get out there, uh, and and properly and effectively promote that, while not being on there
1: all the time. Yeah, so, and you know what, and that's the thing about celebrity, like... You you're known for one thing, like great actors are great actors. But as soon as you put a tweet out there, you're like, "Uh, your social media life overtakes over your actual job. So, Um,
0: where are we? And I forgot that there's a new Saved by the Bell coming to the Peacock Network. Okay,
1: stop! I never
0: knew this. Who is this child? Her name is Josie Tota, and she's going to play a cheerleader named Lexi. Um, she's described as beautiful, sharp-tongued and the most popular girl at Bayside High who is both admired and feared by her fellow students. This is part of the Stay by the Bell sequel series coming to the Peacock streaming service. Original cast members Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley are slated to reprise their roles. Uh, Mark Pargosler said in September, nobody asked him about it. Pitch Perfect alum John Michael Higgins will play Principal Todman, the successor to Principal Belding. Uh, Another note, Toda What's came-
1: name? Todd Michael?
0: John Michael Higgins. John Michael.
1: I don't know who that
0: is. Toda came out as transgender in a Time Magazine essay in August of Latin- two years ago. She's known for roles in Mindy Kaling's Champions, Netflix's No Good Nick, Fox's Glean, Disney Channel's Jessie. Uh, she was also in Chris Kelly's cancer dramedy Other People. Are you
1: familiar with her? No. I'm, I don't like any of this happening right okay. now. I uh, just looked up who John Michael Higgins is. We know <clears throat>
0: that... You're never going to top Zach and Kelly. Never. Oh, never. Never. That whole crew. And, and they, they'll they need a screech, but it, you can't have screech. Certainly not this one now. It's
1: problematic now.
0: Um, we all know about Australia. I encourage you to not watch some of the videos that do show, if off in the distance, nothing graphic, but just a, a terrible feeling of lots of dead animals. And
1: um, someone just posted on my f- social media feed like a map of it. My ignorance, I didn't know that much of it was on fire. Yeah. It's literally the whole outlining of Australia. Yeah. It's insane. Because the
0: center of Australia is all desert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is going to donate a million dollars and urging his followers to do the same if they can give on his Instagram video. Hey there, guys. As you're well aware, the brush fires in Australia, he's from there, Uh, have caused massive devastation. They continue to burn. There's warmer weather on its way. We're really still in the thick of it here. There's plenty of challenging times still ahead. The fire's burning across New South Wales and Victoria as well as other parts have wiped out millions of acres and destroyed hundreds of homes, buildings, displacing, displacing thousands of people and animals in the process. As of Monday 25 people had died um, mm. from the ongoing crisis. Ecologists, uh, ecologists from the University of Sydney also believe there's a half a billion total mammals, birds, and reptiles that have died since September as more than 130 fires have continued to burn. Remember, it's their summer there now mm-hmm. and it's more hot than usual.
1: It's it's insane, and um, I saw a video. It was brief, but they get they got like rain for like an hour, and like you see the firefighters just rejoicing. But it was just it's it it puts in perspective when like we get rain here, we bitch about it. But like when you're fighting something like that, and like. Australia's know from their wildlife, like koalas, kangaroos, um all the cute animals, dingoes, armadillos live there too, you know what I mean? So it's just to see like firefighters actually take a break and just let the rain do their thing. It's a lot of stuff we take for granted because like we have rain coming this Saturday. and every time they say rain coming Saturday, I roll my eyes, but
0: someone's gonna go at least it's not snow. Yeah, no, it's not because you know what it would be then <laughs> snow.
1: yeah. So. um
0: so I'm hot for this Timothy Chalonet, right? Our, yes. friend, our, friend, yes, yes, yes. our friend Justin, big film, mm-hmm. uh, avid film goer, has been loving him for a long time. I've really enjoyed this movie on Netflix called The King. He was the star of. He's also in Little Women, which didn't win too big the other night at all. But it looks like Timothy Chalamet is going to play Bob Dylan. Oh. In a biopic uh, directed by James Mangold, whose movies you will know. Uh, the film's official title has not been announced, however, Variety reports that the project is unofficially being referred to as a as going Electric. It'll detail an important time in Dylan's life when he moved away from folk music and into rock and roll, which caused outrage among many fans, uh, many fans of his, which is like what Kanye's done now. Oh. And I'm gonna not like Timothy Chalamet so much if he doesn't change his facial expression <laughs> in every picture on the internet. Go- Google, <laughs> I'm him search. It right Google I'm about him to do search. it right now. I'm about to He's do it right now. He's got this sourpuss look on his face. <laughs> 801 with the morning reboot. Prizes in the panel full of ladies for you to answer next. Q105. 8.13, good morning, it's Q105, the morning reboot, Eric Chase and Floyd. Some kind of, you have vitamin water, apples, some kind of, infu- you are just the bastion of health
1: today. Fuji, oh, sorry, Fuji water, apple mm. water. Apple Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Apple water, apple slices. Yeah, because I, um, remember I said, apples are my favorite fruit because oranges are what? Too much work. They really, they are. <laughs> they really, oranges are for juice, not eating. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. You're ex-
0: you're right, and com- and being compared to apples. Mm-hmm. Last mm-hmm. thing. All right, first up on the panel full of ladies, uh, are we going one, two, three. Nope. Oh, oh you, I you, see it. Yeah. Hi, Becky. Good morning, Good Becky. Good morning. Good morning, Becky's forty two, married, uh, with one wonderful child. I put I added the wonderful part. Well, not this morning. She wasn't. But okay, <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. And
1: then uh, four was our first caller.
0: Four. Hi, Megan. Good morning. Megan's 34, single, two kids. What part of Toledo?
3: West side. West side.
0: Word. And last up is Melissa, 39, married, one kid. What part of uh, Toledo, Melissa? Way past the east side. Way So Oregon, Northwood? Yeah, on past there too. Davis-Bessie? Woodville? Yes, Davis-Bessie. Ooh, that's far might as well just go to Sandusky. <laughs> okay, first, first question for Becky. So the president's coming to town, you might have heard on Thursday. If you had the chance to hang out with him, and let's not make this real divisive or anything, where would you take him for lunch or for an afternoon to see something here in Toledo? Uh, Paco's, maybe? Okay. That's a good, yeah. Okay. Uh, Megan, where would you uh, take the I'm president? Like everybody goes there. Yeah, he he definitely signed a bond, I guess. Uh, Megan, where would you take the president for uh, a couple hours here in Toledo?
3: I would probably take him to one of the inner city schools and um, address some of the problems that we have at the inner city schools with our education, mm. uh, the depletion that we have um, for the supplies and that for our students, you know, and... Uh, see if we can make America great at the root, where our future is coming from.
1: Nice.
0: We just she thought about that. Okay,
1: just, girl. We just got monologues. <laughs> well, well
0: done, Megan. Well, uh,
1: I'm an edu- I'm an educator.
0: So. And yeah, you're you're one thousand percent right. I don't care where your politics lie. I think we all got to make sure that, that that kids have the best that they possibly can because they're in crummy situations. They're going to wind awesome. up in crummy adult situations. Uh, Melissa. You don't have to top that answer, but where would you take the president for a, a couple hours to show us, to show him what we have here? Um, I would probably take him to the hospital I work at. Okay. Okay. Which hospital do you work at? Uh, I work at St. Pete. Okay. okay. All right. Are you a nurse? I am. Excellent. Well, thanks for doing what you do. Thanks. I'd take him to Dave and Buster's and play, play some of the games with him. He's very competitive, right? I It'd guess. be fun. It'd be fun. Uh next up. <laughs> so Sharon Stone was on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Her account got blocked, and it was yeah. wonderful marketing for Bumble. Okay. So Becky, what celebrity would you like to go on a date
1: with? Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Um.
0: Ryan Reynolds. Hmm. Yeah, that's... I should have thought about... I should have given them... Megan, how about you? What celebrity would you like to go on a date with? Ooh. Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Okay. Melissa, how about you? What celebrity would you like to go on a date with? Really? Ooh. You're breathtaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're breathtaking. Uh, wh- if it doesn't change whenever... Whatever year it is, when the Matrix... And what another John Wick comes out on the yeah. same day? Which one will you see first? The Matrix. Okay. Mm. Uh, next up, Becky. Tom Brady is blank. A jerk. <laughs> How come? Hey, he's so smug and cocky with his nasty haircut. <laughs> And he's a Michigan boy. How about his very basic haircut? Oh, but he he does. There is a, a smugness, and I guess it's kind of deserved because he's got nearly like a perfect life. But um, well said, being an oh, Ohio yeah, State fan. They cheat. Yeah, let him have it, Becky. Let him have it, <laughs> uh, Megan. Tom Brady is blank. Okay. You have to fill in the blank. <laughs>
1: no, I think she's just like okay. Oh, is, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh well, oh, uh, okay. Wow, that went
0: way over my head Megan, you're really good You're really good Melissa, Tom Brady is blank Sad Sad? How come? Because they lost? Yes But Megan But Becky is happy
3: I'm happy Okay He's sad Okay
0: Last question, real quick Becky, what's your favorite cereal ever?
3: Uh, Fruity Pebbles
0: Okay Mm. Megan, favorite cereal ever? berry berry kicks I remember kicks I remember those kicks are for kids. no tricks, no, are that's for kids. tricks yeah. kicks was the kicks had uh, it had to be berry cuz the yeah. other ones were too plain Melissa favorite cereal ever Honey Nut Cheerios would call okay. ladies you were incredible this morning don't go anywhere that was a magnificent uh, good luck topping that panel full of ladies that was in a 2020.
1: Good panel full of ladies
0: 819 Jeff and McGee will be by to play the trailer game with us 1917 is the big movie that's already won awards that gets released this weekend we're gonna do something with that next 829 the morning reboot on q105 sorry for the Modest delay there. I'm sitting on two nuclear topics that we can have some fun with <laughs> later on this week. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and Floyd, and for the first time this year,
2: our pop culture superhero Jeffy McGee is here. Good morning. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I Did I blow out the speakers of everybody across Toledo? I'm afraid I'm you sorry. Have, just like Dear listener, if I have somehow wrecked your glorious audio setup. My deepest apologies, but that was not my intention. I just wanted to get across my enthusiasm for the new year, 2020. We are all seeing without glasses right now, thankfully, to due to the year, but uh, is everybody doing okay? Is it, do, you have a, do you have a wonderful holiday?
1: Yeah! Survived it.
2: Awesome. Well, that doesn't sound like wonderful. That sounds like tolerable.
0: I lived. We have low expectations here. But I am a little excited. I'm a little more excited um, to see 1917 Mm -hmm. after the Golden Globes.
2: Finally. I didn't even know
0: a couple weeks ago, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll risk it and go on Christmas Day to see it. And unless I was going to like one of three cities, Uh it wasn't coming out for two more weeks.
2: It was a very limited release, which a lot of people here's the thing a lot of people don't understand the concept of a limited release because ultimately (laughs) Ah! because we've been getting Getting calls at the theater non-stop for the last month about it and people coming in just expecting that they're able to see it because they've seen commercials saying it's out now well it is out now but it's out now in new york la and chicago primarily because here's what they do when you're releasing a movie limited you are make sure making sure it's out there and getting buzz and word of mouth and so forth and also Because of the Academy's bylaws, it's this weird thing that the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences does. You have to have your movie released in. Los Angeles for at least one week during the calendar year to be eligible for that year's Oscars. So they'll sneak out the movie in LA, like Mm -hmm. on Christmas day for literally one week. So it's eligible for the 2019 Academy Awards. And so a lot of people see that and they don't understand that it's not out everywhere Mm -hmm. yet. And it's finally coming out everywhere this Friday, but you'll notice it's worked because there is a ton of buzz. And now after the Golden Globes. Everybody wants to see this thing. One week uh, when we're
0: a little maybe light on content and not much is coming out, we, we should talk about the limited
2: release people
0: and others <laughs> that come to your theater with some. Well, the, very... limited,
2: the limited release people I totally understand because I mean if you're not really paying attention, it's easy to to miss that. So I, I, I mean, mean, and, the, and that's, I didn't and like that's the a marketing th- and that's a marketing thing more than anything else. So but.
0: we're gonna stick with 1917 uh-huh. and we're gonna tie this to
2: Game of Thrones. Yes, we are because. Dean Charles Chapman is a common ground between both of those. T-
0: <laughs> I'll give you the meme. He's the yeah. one that jumped out the window. There you go. <laughs> King Tommen. You yep. know the meme. Yep. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he, star. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, but uh, so I'm afraid to tell everybody that uh, my esteemed colleague to my left here Floyd uh, is believes he has no shot in hell because he does not know Game of Thrones at all. I've never seen it. But don't worry. I have not seen Game of Thrones either. And I know all the movies on this list, so okay. you are fine. All okay. right, I assure you, you will be fine. <laughs> we are going to cover movies with cast members from Game of Thrones in them, and I tried to make them as blunt and in your face as possible. So we'll start with number one, please.
0: Legend tells of a ring created by an for, uh,
2: Eric, by here, Lord of the Rings. That's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so <laughs> just planet. give it for the give it to the first one because, of course, you can't do this. One simply does not go into Game of Thrones uh, crossover movie appearances and not mention Sean Bean so, because one does not go into Mordor. Mordor is coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> he, he, yeah, Sean Bean, and really Game of Thrones I think is the one that really got over the old idea that Sean Bean dies in everything because <laughs> <laughs> he was the star of the first season and then they killed him off at the end of the first season. Spoiler alert for an eight-year-old series development. So <laughs> Great actor, though. Alright, so Eric one. Eric, could you start the new year with a victory? We're moving along. Number two on the list, please. Three Spartans from Three hundred. That's three hundred. Uh, <laughs> Lena Headey. Lena Headey. Yep, she uh, is. Mm. I was, and that was actually before Game of Thrones. Yeah. In fact, several of these are before Game of Thrones. So, so ultimately, it's all about you know what the you know what the person did, and it's, it really is a good acknowledgement of the fact that Game of Thrones had a really good cast in terms of like getting people who were already well known in pop culture before they even were on that show. It was a good mix in terms of that. So
1: I've never seen three hundred.
2: Well I'm not sure if you are missing something or not on that. Okay, one. good, <laughs> good, good, good. It really depends. I mean, it, it's very much a bombastic, over the top it's beautiful to look at. Okay. But it's you know, it's a it's a very machoistic movie. It's like you know
0: hist- like people I date, pretty to look at, but not much there.
2: History mm. <laughs> history as told by the WWE basically. Okay, okay I'm into <laughs> All <right>. that. <laughs> All right. So Eric two Eric could win with any of the next three. My
0: father was a lighthouse keeper. My mother was a queen.
3: Check it out, Arthur is talking to the fish. I've been looking
1: for Aquaman. you. Aquaman. That's Aquaman. Well,
2: there fun? we go. Jason Momoa. He's never seen that either. But I just
1: <laughs> talking to a fish. That's yeah, yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, basically, basically. That's why. That's why I included that clip. <laughs> just to
2: make sure that somebody got that it was Aquaman. So. <laughs>
1: you're his mom lived in a white house i mean a lighthouse, lighthouse.
2: no huh. his dad lived in a white light, white house i'm saying it too his dad was a lighthouse keeper his mom was a queen of the sea so, <laughs> weird <laughs> not particularly where's a lighthouse
1: and i mean sometimes you, know, you, you got to get it where you got to get it <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right so
2: eric two floyd one number four on the list please
1: Ladies and gentlemen of NASA, this is Charles Xavier.
2: This is the Hopefully Dark the Phoenix! There we go. <laughs> is it? Yes.
1: Yes, it's cool. Dark Phoenix. It's the Dark... only person in America who saw the movie.
0: Because
2: <laughs> I was thinking you could do uh, uh, Days of Future Past. I could have done any of those, but I went for Dark Phoenix, and it because who was the title character? Sophie Turner. Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner, there you go. Oh, we're all tied up here, there, Yes, boy. we are. We've I made... do a really
1: good impersonation
2: of her in the movie.
1: You can't hear it, because she doesn't talk in the movie. She just goes... She says one word. I mean, well, like one sentence. I love you, Scott. And that's it. I'm like, this movie's horrible. She has dialogue
2: before that. (laughs) Oh, no, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we have a tie ball game coming up to number five on the list, please. Hi.
1: Your
0: costume is pretty.
1: Oh, it's not a costume. I'm an elf. Oh. Well... I don't know. Elf. Lamp- That's Lamp- Elf. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I put the
2: title in there. That is Who Elf. From Game of Thrones is Peter in- Dinklage is in Elf. I, he's <laughs> a little
1: guy. He is in that movie.
2: <laughs> oh. I, I, I reached, but I wanted to make sure I got Peter Dinklage in there somewhere, and I wanted one that you wouldn't know that he was in. And so I went. I, I could have. I, again, I could have gone for any of the X Men movies. I could have gone for Infinity War, I, because all things considered, he's in everything these days. A <laughs> game, bro.
0: I still laugh that that the dwarf plays a giant dwarf in Infinity War. (laughs) The joke did not go over my head. What to watch and more things with Jeff in less than 15 minutes on Q105. Q105. 8:49 8:49 on the morning reboot. Final couple of minutes of the thick portion of the show. How to get the Ooh. podcast coming up? It's q 5 It's Eric and Floyd. Our friend Jeffy McGee is here. We've got a new month, a new year, a new decade. Blah blah blah. Some new things to check out or look for as mm-hmm. we uh, try to fill our empty boredom.
2: Yeah, let's get get over the fact that it's past the holidays and so now we can just chill a little bit. And so you might want to Netflix and chill a little bit. Mm. Well, maybe not. But let's get into what's on Netflix a little little bit, you can have a very DiCaprio New Year because they've put up both Catch Me If You Can. Do you remember that one with Tom Hanks? I haven't seen it, but yeah. It's very—it's actually a very good movie. It was directed by Steven Spielberg. It's about one of the most successful uh, con artists in history. And and he, and was weird about his story is that he wasn't really conning necessarily to con people out of their money as much as he was just conning to see if he could get away with it. And mm. he ended up being very successful at it for quite a long time. So if you want to check that one, Frank Abagnale was his name. It was a very good movie. And also Inception. Do you remember Inception? I almost flipped
0: that on the other night.
2: <laughs> I, I that, something about that movie just gets me every time, it's just it just carries me along for the entire two and a half hours. It
0: was like Dark Knight tryouts. Yeah,
2: <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dark Knight Rises tryouts. And I'll 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 throw this out as tenant. Christopher Nolan's project comes out mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. If you watch any Christopher Nolan movies anytime soon, let me know if they've now become timeless, as in. They fit whenever you watch them.
2: I think you know some of the earlier ones. I can tell you, you know, definitely have become timeless. Like, if you, like I don't know if anybody in this room remembers Memento. Yeah, great movie. But uh, yeah, but you know that one. I think you know, even twenty years on is basically just as good now as it was back then. So it's definitely one of one of those directors who I think's works will stand up over the over the test of time. So, and also if you wanted to check out on video on demand, we have Maleficent. Yeah. Mistress of Evil the sequel Did is you see now it? available so on twice right. I <laughs> so. love it so you can you can pick it up on VOD right now if you'd like. We are in Oscar season, so it is time to start looking for what will win best picture and the odds are in right now and the top 5 is an interesting group because most people comparatively to previous years in this have heard of at least 4 of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those years where the popular movies might actually have a, a leg up on, you know, the more standard mm-hmm. art house fair uh for different reasons though. Right now the there is a tie for what is considered the front runner.
0: The nominations aren't out yet, right? No, no,
2: the nominations aren't out yet. So these are just guesses of Oscar odds makers based upon a lot of factors including it is currently, you know, just after the uh, Golden Globes so everybody took that into account. So right now the top two movies with 11 to 4 odds each of winning best picture are 1917 mm-hmm. and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Those are your, those are your two that are considered the the front runners, but not too far behind at three to one is Parasite. Have you, have you heard of that one? I know
0: it. I haven't watched it yet.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it came out in, in theaters a little while ago, and so forth. But it's supposed to be excellent uh, theater. It's excellent film. Pardon me. Uh, at seven to one is The Irishman, which anybody who has Netflix can watch. That's the new Martin Scorsese movie. Okay. And way down there, but still in the top five, at seventeen to two is Joker. Okay. So now I think pretty much everybody assumes that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is you know the the solid front runner for best actor but the movie probably will get a nom- nomination for best picture as well which would make the second year in a row that a comic book movie has been nominated for best picture what was last year Black Panther. <laughs> I pointed to Don't me. point to yourself. <laughs> so, but that, but uh, you know, the second year in a row that a comic book movie would be nominated for Best Picture, which is interesting. So, also just passed a little bit ago, Frozen Two is now the highest-grossing animated film of all time: one point three two five billion dollars.
1: Into the unknown.
2: And
0: I'm unfamiliar with this other than the phenomenon but are, we're gonna get a third
2: right almost certainly but then again considering how long it took to get the second who knows how long yeah. it'll take yeah the question is what is it about these characters i mean what do you think it is about this story and these characters that has made this franchise so iconic is it just the music that really bolstered it or is it something where the story of sisterhood and i was- they-
1: I was going to say it's more along the lines of that Mm. because you think if you think of all the other Disney movies when they lose a parent it's just someone going through their own anguish by themselves and this one actually shows like two sisters who are both dealing with the death
2: you know what I mean like and it really is all I mean I mean what's interesting is that when the movie was originally written the ending was much more of a standard Disney fair where where the the hero saves everything blah 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 and they changed it up to the ending of the first movie which is really about reconciliation Mm -hmm. which is a different a different thing that Disney movies don't necessarily always do. Yeah, and they, so, going for that kind of theme may have made it even more timeless than normal, which is I, really cool.
1: And for someone who's not a huge Frozen fan, <clears> it was <throat> actually good. Like, the whole movie, they build up True Love's first kiss. True Love's first kiss. I'm like, oh, we get it. She's gonna find a prince. Right. But at the end, I was like, I'm not gonna give the spoiler away. True Love's first kiss. Totally came out the left field for me, and I was like, oh, there it is. Could Correct me I,
0: if I'm wrong, but maybe what the formula was, they took everything that worked through the so the 20th century of princess movies and Disney tales combined it into one new story and created this phenomenon. and mm-hmm. and, and
2: gave it a modern s- spin because yeah. ultimately it is also about it was a, it was a perfect movie for its time, and I think that uh, it resonated with a lot of kids yeah. and a lot of adults because so because a lot of the same is for adults. One last thing, Jeff. One last thing. Uncut Gems recently made dubious movie history. It is now the seventh highest f bomb movie of all time <laughs> <laughs> over the course of its run. So I'm going to challenge you guys. Do you know what number one is? If you you take out, there are two documentaries about swear words that we can take those out. But if you take out the, the highest fiction film with the most f bombs ever, I'll be disappointed. Demio Jackson in one? No, he is not.
0: I'll be disappointed. Uh, were you thinking, uh, Quentin Tarantino, I, yeah, Travolta, Pulp fiction, Pulp fiction, yeah, but
2: there's another stereotypical director who this is. You know, that you could probably guess would have a lot of F-bombs in one of his movies. Let me
0: give you the one. Deadpool is not in there, No, 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 not Deadpool. That's unfortunate. No, it's
2: not even in the top ten. Who's
0: the director? Who's the director? That would
2: be Martin Scorsese. The Departed? Nope. I'm I'm lost, no. It is The Wolf of Wall Street with Are You Ready for This Number. Over its 180 minutes, it contains... Five hundred and sixty-nine f-bombs. Wow, for <laughs> one week of our shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: uh, it's eight fifty-six of the morning reboot. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. time as to always. grab the podcast. Text Eric to four one nine two four zero one zero five five. We will talk to you tomorrow morning, right around five thirty-five. <laughs>